I was like Yeah I was like a Kid on Christmas morning When I walked in the house today And Chrissy must have just brought it in But she's holding this Flat cardboard shipping container And she's like What's this? And instantly I knew what it was And I was just giddy that it showed up In time to bring tonight and What was it, it, Corey? It's a fat head of Andy's headshot <laughs> <laughs> like the big head. <laughs> we'll send a we'll send a tweet out of it so the listeners can fully enjoy it. But it's what, what would you say? That's like 18, 19 inches tall. Yeah. Quite a few centimeters, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's big. It's got the crease in it from the UPS guy stepping on it. But, How thoughtful. But uh, that's a beautiful fat head of Andy's head. It looks ridiculous, you guys. <laughs> With the Photoshop beard. Did anybody see Super Troopers this weekend? No. Yeah, it was great. You liars. You're all missing out. I didn't lie. <laughs> I will absolutely. I had a school event that took up my weekend. You're still in school, Corey? Well, I am, yes. And also my son is, so. Oh. Is that what the event was for? Your was son? for my son on all day Saturday, and I was actually working on homework on Sunday. It's finals week, Andy. Ooh. Nerd. Nerd. Yep. What frat are you in? It's not easy being a penman. Do you still have eligibility, like NCAA? Could you play football? Well, I was going to walk on to the football team, but... Which team? It's a long ways away. The penman. The penman of southern New Hampshire. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's where Corey goes to school. Yes, I'm a penman. Proud penman. I don't think they have any athletic programs, do they? They do, yeah. Do they? I mean, they're an actual like brick and mortar. Are you sure? State university. Okay. They're just one of the, also the very very few uh, schools in the country that offer a online uh, degree in what I'm getting my degree in. So You're setting yourself. Free. I see ads for them like they pump themselves as like yeah. online, and they're like. They're quite a few steps above, like, University of Phoenix. Phoenix, right. So, I mean, they're, like I said, they're uh, they're actually a brick-and-mortar school. Like, right. So, because, like, when I'm online, like, looking on the school website, like, to do my courses, there's, like, activities for, like, the actual on-campus, like, normal, like, 18 to 22-year-old students. Right. Not much to do for a 40-year-old in the Midwest. You didn't go to homecoming? <laughs> Didn't go to homecoming. You didn't the, see Quiet Drive play in the quad. Uh, <laughs> if I if I do uh, if I do grad get a certain GPA, they will actually pay for me to come out and go to graduation, oh, to walk, and I probably won't do that. I'll Even if them, they paid for it, I'll let them show up. Or the, you won't get the GPA. I'll let well both, <laughs> but I'll let them show up with the bus, like you see on the commercials where they bring your diploma yeah. to you. I'd rather have that. Hey, so we were just somewhere. Where were we, Andrew? Uh, at a restaurant, I think. Yeah, what were we doing there? I can't remember. We were eating. I was fulfilling my punishment. My fucking asshole podcast mates punishment for me. Well, you would admit that the part of the punishment that I gave you wasn't so bad. It wasn't well. I hadn't. Tim gave me a choice for the second one, and I I chose wrong. You chose very so wrong. I had to eat. Uh, I hate mushrooms; they're disgusting. I can still taste them. I had a mushroom and Swiss burger, and then Tim either said you can either get 
mushroom, like deep fried mushroom bites, mushroom balls or whatever, or another mushroom Swiss burger. So I went with the mushroom balls. Well, they didn't have mushroom balls. They, they were had like, like deep fried of portobello. portobello. Yes. It was too much. The the burger I got through, those mushroom ball bite things were it's just like, fucking. I didn't think. Okay. As soon as I hit send on offering you that when we were texting, I said, there's no way he's going to say yes to this because it's just a pure mushroom with some breading on it. And but, if he doesn't like mushrooms, he's just eating a straight mushroom. And you're like, awesome, thank you. I'm like, what the hell? In his defense, I think he thought that drowning him in ranch would make them easier. Well, I was thinking that, and then you sat down, and you were like, oh, at least you'd have a dipping sauce with him. I'm like, Corey just confirmed everything that I was thinking, so let's go with that. Oh, that made me so mad. I wanted to put the stipulation on there. Taste, smell, texture. Texture is whatever. I can deal with texture. Well, and their burgers the smell as big and as I the remember taste they're being. Terrible. Are they smaller now? I was starving when I was done. They were so little. I'm so hungry still. And they used to be bigger than that, right? That's why I always get pizza there. I don't know if they used to be or if I'm just getting... Like, I haven't had a burger there in a know? long, long time. They were pretty small, but they do have a third pound option or a quarter pound option oh. and then a third pound option. Oh, okay. I went for and a, you can get a, I double, a double also. I got a double and it was still pretty... And Corey paid for it for... Thank you. That was... Yeah, I don't know why... Well, Corey's punishment for me was that he had to pay for my disgusting fucking meal. From NASCAR because Corey lost this week again. Corey lost this week again. There was a fucking Saturday race. That was dumb. <laughs> Since when does NASCAR race on Saturdays? Since always, Corey. I never agreed to Saturday races, A. Okay, you agreed to a NASCAR season, which and, includes Saturday races. B. There is a Monday night race, too. I had no... <laughs> a Monday night would be fine. I would catch that on sa- Sunday morning when I went to go set my lineup. So I'm at home, or maybe I was up at the state speech tournament yet. Anyway, I get a text from Andy that, oh, Corey lost in NASCAR again this week. <laughs> what? And I got so lucky because I was out, like, getting ice cream and just got home, turned on the TV. You're such a child. I was out getting ice cream. What kind of ice cream well, did you get, Andy? I got, um like, this, like, African sweet potato ice cream. Ugh. Really? It was okay. delicious. Yeah. On top of a crepe? Wow. Oh, With man. Mushroom infused vanilla beans. No. Mushrooms are so gross. I don't, I'm sorry. You know how they say like Sweet cilantro? They finally gross. figured out like some people think cilantro is really gross and like it's genetic. Have you heard that? I have. Yes. Okay. Well, apparently that's why some people think cilantro is gross because it's in, it's genetic that some people either like love it or if you hate it, some people think it tastes like soap. I don't know. And hate cilantro. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But the cilantro. people who hate it, they're like, you have like a gene defect or something. And somehow I have the gene defect for mushrooms because everyone loves them and I think they are just nasty. Any kind of mushroom, they all suck. They smell funny. They taste funny. I don't know. I just don't understand how anyone can eat them. I don't know if I ever, if I have a food like that where I'm just like. That's my only one. I mean, there's other things that I don't like, you know, it's like, well, whatever, I can eat it and not Olives like. Olives for me. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Tim has to eat a jar of olives. You can all get fucked. <laughs> yeah. I will never do that. <laughs> I just ate a fucking mushroom Swiss burger with a whole goddamn basket of. I'll eat a burger with some olives on oh, it. I love it. I love like olives. <laughs> green olive and cream cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah. Hell That's no. the best. That is disgusting. Phenomenal. Green olives are so gross. They're the worst part of Bloody Marys. You know what one of the things I made at, at the WrestleMania? Stuffed olives. That you didn't come to? 
was rye bread with I saw that cheese whiz on it, spread out, oh, and then yeah. with olives cut up That's on it. Such a midwestern dish. I'm it the really only one in my family that likes it, but I made a whole pan of it and like devoured it. Okay, so I was watching this Netflix show called Love, and it's a good show. It's really good. I'm really upset that it ended, and um, the main character is from South Dakota, and he goes it's from back. Brookings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's based in L.A., but he's like he's gonna go visit his parents for one of the, you know a couple episodes, and when he gets home, he brings his girlfriend home, and she's like you know true L.A. you know been there forever, and the mom is like. Uh, you guys hungry? I got some. I got some cheesy potatoes, and she's like, "Cheesy potato." I'm like, "Oh, that is just a thing up here." And then she's like, "Oh, and I couldn't go without making Gus's favorite pickle wheels." <laughs> what are pickle wheels? Well, it's just a pickle wrapped with cream cheese and some kind of beef. I'm like, "God, that is just a thing up here too." I thought oh, that was for sure. everywhere. No, that is definitely not everywhere. Like, a lot of things that we have are regional. Regional. Isn't We're heavy on the cheese here. Regional here. I'm not sure about I that. I guess I'm not sure on that one. No, that's nationwide. It is. They that's did that campaign on MTV. But like Jello with fruit recently. in it is a pretty regional thing, Midwestern yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the Christmas thing. Yeah. What's that called? Fruitcake. Well, no, Jello. I'm said Jello with fruit in it. <laughs> you know, on a Midwest food line, like a potluck, you could have like 30 different kinds of salads, and none of them would have lettuce in it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom makes a salad that is lettuce, Miracle Whip, and bananas. Yuck. And it's uh, like, if I tell you that, that sounds awful, but it is actually really good. Let's try that. Well, I mean, just the fact that we call like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip salad dressing. Yeah. It's, it's it like, says <laughs> it on the jar. Nobody actually does that. It's like. The, the best is. Uh, Barbecue ribs in Minnesota. It's just ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Come on. <laughs> well, we got ribs for a special. Thanks. <laughs> it's a homemade barbecue sauce. <laughs> uh-huh. My grandmother does make a homemade barbecue sauce that when she delivers it to you, it... It's in ketchup bottles, but it is actually a really good barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah, she's just reusing. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy in Mankato. I don't know if he still does it. My na- old neighbor had the hookup. He called it Lone Wolf. It was some of the best barbecue sauce I've ever had. He, like, actually produced it and got it into, like, Cub Foods and all that. I don't know if he still is anymore, but my neighbor would have, like, a gallon-sized, you know, bulk mm-hmm. containers of it and would just make, like, barbecued ribs and all that stuff. Like, my dad would buy it from him, too. If I'm having ribs or, or any sort of, like, smoked, like, pork, I prefer, like, uh, Carolina style. Like, the... The white? More vinegar-based okay. sauces. But I mean, around here, Kaiserhof's barbecue is sauce the best. is the best. Yeah. I love their I've barbecue sauce. I've usually got two or three bottles of that at home, and I'll put it in a million different things. Yes. I've been playing around with, um, you know that Sweet Baby Ray's brand? Not yes. the actual barbecue sauce. They make a fry sauce. Oh, yeah. That's like that like pinkish-looking thing. Mm-hmm. I've been putting that on everything lately. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is I make the, the Cane's deal. fry sauce and keep it in the fridge at home. I've never had Cane's. Yeah, that's basically like, you want the secret to Cane's sauce? Uh, one part ketchup to, or two parts ketchup to one part mayonnaise, uh, cracked black pepper, uh, a dash of 
Worcestershire sauce, and I think that's it. All right, I can so double check. If you Google it, you can find it. Since we're giving away secrets, uh, <laughs> Mountain Dew Baja Blast. When you can't find it, Blue Powerade Mountain Dew. Till you Ooh. figure it out, just dump them together till you figure it out. But that's how you make Perfect. it. Perfect. I think it's like two to one, like mostly Powerade, with some carbonation on top of it. So we went to Cane's on Raising Cane's Chicken Saturday night. Yeah, there was one like a mile from the high school in Apple Valley, and Joe wanted it, and so I'm like, "Ah, that's fine." So we went there, and like, I real like I said after we were done eating that, like it's now that I make the sauce at home and we have it like the sauce itself all the time, it's it's really kind of lost its luster. Like the chicken strips are really nothing to write home about it was always kind of the sauce you went for but now that i make it at home it's no big deal yeah i would have rather gone to chick-fil-a myself but chick-fil-a sauces is it the boss it is okay in Uh, my opinion all right that's fast food talk Uh, chicken fast food talk i mean you're gonna get that Every week with us, that's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, we had the the great uh, roast beef Hardee's debacle from a couple weeks ago. I'm still not convinced. I mean, obviously, I I'm DM g- them. And I said, "Do you guys have roast beef sandwiches?" And they said, "I'm sorry, most of our locations do not." The national <laughs> one said that. <laughs> yes, but, but I ate one from there recently. We <laughs> called them on air, and they yes. said we do. <laughs> obviously, some locations have it, but as proven, most Hardee's do not have. But roast that's not beef. that wasn't your argument. Your argument was they don't have it. Well, I would say that, like, when I went to that one in Grinnell, Iowa, that was the first one I had ever been to that did not. So all of the ones, like, around here do. Which is there we go the back one. to regional foods. Well, like, Marshall. <laughs> excuse me. Burped from the mic in the microphone. That's always pleasant. Uh, gross. Marshall, New Alm, Sleepy Eye. I mean, they all have it. Are you sure? I don't know. Sleepy Eye has it. That's the only thing I know for sure. Cause we caught well, I can tell you that New Alm does and that Marshall does because I've ordered it. Okay. All of them. Uh, I mean, th- remember when we were looking it up and we saw all those ads from like, like 89 that were just like, you know, Hardee's roast beef. They're competing with Arby's. Hardee's fried chicken. Right. But we're rolling through and I go, can I get a roast beef? And they're like, absolutely. And then I roll in and the guy's looking like all weird. And I go, he doesn't know. He's trapped back then. Dude. I'm sorry. You don't know about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. There's this blue album coming out. You're going to love it. <laughs> Sleepy Eyes in 94, for those who don't know. <laughs> I always felt that way about, like, the Echo Wood Lake area. That they were always... They just got Weezer. <laughs> like, they were stuck, just like, a, like a decade behind the rest of us. Like Shopco. Yep. Just showed up. What? No. They still French roll their jeans and wear white high tops. What's what French rolling their jeans? Know, French oh my! In loafers, wasn't it? With no socks. Yeah. That too, but I remember like the white high tops quite a bit too. Leg. You like fold you fold it tight. Yeah. Do this. And then roll it. Oh God! You guys are as cool as kids who yo-yo at recess. Right. There we go. That was style back then. In sixth grade, that was cool. And I think it still kind of is. It's not a bad look. Oh, if it's coming back, we'll get it in Springfield in about 10 years. <laughs> right. Well, I've noticed, like, the kids are already back to wearing the sweatpants with, like, the elastic on the bottom. Yeah, I saw that Like too. this? Yep. It's like Andy's wearing some now. <laughs> I want to get, like, a full-blown FUBU outfit. 
I want to find something cross colors. I don't know what cross colors is. Do you remember cross colors? No. Hypercolor? No. And you don't either? Man, I would think that Adam would remember that. It was popular for like an entire summer in like 93, 94. Um, 93, 94 summer? Some, somewhere in that vicinity. You were, yeah. Remember anything from that Adam summer? <laughs> Adam was like, oh, that's a stretch. Yeah, so it was like a lot of like Jamaican, I guess, themed colors. I mean, I'll take your word for it, Corey. Like, I probably had a shirt up. I don't remember it. I guess it's still something you can buy at Zoomies. <laughs> Zoomies. Zoomies. It was all kind of yeah, that. Like black I kind of remember. Yeah. You know, oh, like you know, us white kids like to take things from the black culture. Yes, we're pretty good at that. Yep. I mean, but Eminem's pretty good. We can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree. Whoa. Oh, but Rory did not like Eminem. <laughs> no, she loves Eminem's. <laughs> Let's talk about this beer we're drinking right now and what we're going to get into. Corey, do a can read. Uh, and also, somebody said we should be filing and like. A well, we also list. told her we could come. She could come and be the intern if she thought that was a great idea. And she told us to get fucked, pretty much. Who are we talking about? I didn't hear any of this. Lisa, keeper. Yeah, she asked my uh, sister in sin. Can you like? She asked if we had like a record of all the beers that we've tried and what we ranked them as um, on Twitter. And Tim replied and said. Well, you can be our new intern, and that can be your first assignment. <laughs> and she basically told him to go to hell. <laughs> I have another surgery, and I'm laid up for like you know a long time. I'll just re-listen to the everything and I'll there you write go. Everything down. There's a good that chance. There's I a, can tell you that Crazy Aunt was a zero, and there's a good <laughs> chance that we don't rank every beer that we try because we move on to the next thing too quickly because it was the fourth beer that we had tried that night. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> it does a, happen. You'll write a beer down and then put a question mark. <laughs> and then, okay, we'll go back. <laughs> so this one in particular is from the Mankato Brewery. It is the Hibiscus Hibiscus India Pale Ale. Hibiscus. Uh, we brewed a zesty, refreshing IPA with hibiscus flowers, locking it into a bright magenta headlock out of nowhere to give birth to the man-creature from parts unknown, known only as Hot Biscus. All the oomph of an IPA with the drop kick of a crisp, tart flavor. Feel the flower. <laughs> it is a 6.1 ABV and a 40 IBU, hoppy and tart. Feel the flower. Feel the flower. <laughs> Step into a flower skin. Eat me. <laughs> I'm not getting a whole. Obviously, you can tell it's an IPA, so there's some hop character to it. But it's neither that hoppy nor that tart. It is definitely a hybrid between an IPA and a sour. Like, I get a little bit of sour, but not a lot of tartness out of it. I would probably give this a 3.2. That's weird. I was going to say 3.1. 
I mean, that's it, weird. It's, it's solid. <laughs> it's, it's it's decent. I wouldn't call it mm, good, but it's it's pretty good. I'm gonna go two point four. Ooh, I'm a little lower on it. I feel like it's a little confused and nothing's really shining through. Yeah, and it kind of just becomes a little boring. I think if it's a little bit more chilled, it does taste a little bit different. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I didn't get them cool enough. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm out of here then. I'd, <laughs> I'd definitely drink it, but it's not blowing me away. How many would you have? I mean, if I bought a six pack, I'd drink a six pack. Right probably now, never I like buy it this again. More than Mad Butcher. I do not. Oh, hey, oh, we gotta shit. take a save break. All right, so we are back, and I should mention that this is the Pilsner Podcast. I am your host, Tim Hillison. <laughs> As always, joined with Crazy Corey. Sure. And Assy Andy. Just farted. <laughs> you had that one stored up, didn't you? Well, I literally just farted. So. Um, and Mr. Sign Guys in the house. Hello. Do All you right. really think that there's somebody that's been out there listening to this for... <laughs> 20 minutes? 20 minutes. That's been like, what is what this? Is this? <laughs> what am I listening to? Who are these guys? And now like 21 minutes in, you're like, this is the Pildner Podcast. And they're like, oh, shit. Martha, that's what we've been listening to the whole time. No, because this isn't how podcasts work. Oh, interesting. So... Enough riffing out of you. (laughs) (laughs) So how are these beers destroying the IBU or the yeah the IBU scale, right? Well, did you find the article that you were trying to pull up there, Corey? I actually saved it. I read it and forgot it already. Um. So this article by Jonathan Shikes in Westward um, is called How Juicy IPAs Kill or Have Juicy IPAs Killed IBUs. New Belgium looks at the bitter truth. So for those of you listeners that may or may not be aware, IBUs are a scale used to measure the bitterness of a beer. International bitterness units. Fair enough, Andy. Good, good pull <laughs> um getting it right exactly yeah, it's like a good pull it's, like, pull <laughs> it's like uh, facts uh so this brewer who specializes in research and design of new beers at new belgium uh is talking about how the new england style hazy ipa is like all the rage um and he's been collaborating with some other brewers and they feel that the the IBUs is going to be too outdated or simplistic when it comes to rating all the different variations of beer flavors that are out there now. Like, to me, and I think to a lot of people, there isn't hardly any bitterness to a hazy. There's not a whole lot of bitterness. So why would you Almost rank none. it on that scale? So what he's talking about is... Um, there should be a juiciness scale. Well, just maybe even doing away with redefining that scale and what it does. And he said that the um, the this association of beers um, 
formally added three new categories to the types of beers that are out there as a, you know so they're official styles now that are right. in the world um, so that's either a hazy pale ale a hazy IPA or a hazy double IPA so instead of the the hazy itself being a style of the IPA it's it's a whole new category. It's its own category now to not be compared to just right. a regular IPA. Which makes sense. Yep. Because they are very, very different. So I mean, they still taste all, like hops. They're just like juicy hops. That was all done at the Great American Beer Festival. Nice. I like yep. that one. I don't so really know. I did have a listener that <laughs> texted me and said, LOL, that Andy thinks that beer gets put in a centrifuge. <laughs> but I don't think that your theory was that correct. <laughs> I mean, who was a listener? Uh, uh, the guy from North Carolina. Oh, I mean, how else do you do it? Hey, thanks for buying a shirt, dude. Yeah, thanks for buying a shirt. I hope you got it because I mailed it. Did he come up with any better ideas of how they make it taste like a hazy IPA? You no, know, that, that, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Just it's, making fun of my theory. It's a thing where if you spin things, we talked about this last week. You spin it really fast, and it, like, separates the liquid that you put in there based on density. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it does. Right. I, I remember that. I just didn't remember that the specific part was called the centrifuge. Yep. Fuge. Fuge. Jonathan also, uh, he was in that's the listener. Nashville and Memphis this week. Um, so he went to the Florida Georgia Line beer or bar. Why? Um I guess I don't know if he went in there, but he took a picture of it and said it's right across from the Johnny Cash Museum and oh, thought that it's no. it's literally like the most anti-Johnny Cash thing ever, and then they're right. right across the street from each other. Florida Georgia Line is one of the worst things to happen to music in general. And then he did say that Broadway in Nashville is better than Beale Street in Memphis. Um, I haven't been to Nashville, so I can't. I love like Beale go. Street. I think Beale Street's cool. I'd like to go to Nashville. It seems like a cool place. I've heard Nashville is... Uh, not just not just country music. Like, all kinds of music is happening in Nashville. And then he is the one that sent me the picture of the... That I shared with you guys of uh, the LeBron James <laughs> yeah. beer. A dark chocolatey brown ale served, or brewed with flaked oats. Yeah, when he texted me that, I was already sleeping. Yep. Saw the timestamp. That's why I got back to you the next day. I'm telling you, this no caffeine. Nine fifty three. Yeah, it's been brutal. It's at uh, Honky Tonk Brewing Company out of Nashville. So a honky, a beer, a brewery called named after honkies has a LeBron James beer. <laughs> and I said that's like a little. You didn't call it racist. You call it race ish. Race ish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Somebody could have thought that out a little better. A little better. And I do like that it has, like, a generous dose of hops. Yeah. Oh, like LeBron James, you know, he can jump. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. That's, I didn't, I'm just catching that now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. But, yeah, to call, like, to name your brown ale after a black person is probably yeah. just, like, don't do that, maybe. I don't know. And then he did share with me a story out of Esquire magazine that uh, says that every extra pint of beer you drink takes 15 minutes off your life. Worth it. Jesus. So that seems like a lot. I got longevity in my family, so I'm... I'm, I mean, how many... I'll get down where I want. 
They studied the drinking habits of 600,000 people and it found that when 40-year-old participants had more than five drinks in their week, their risk of early death rises steadily. Five? Five. A night? So. (laughs) So. Yeah. Quality, not quantity. Yep, so Adam and I are going to die early because we... Of course, I I drink here, and that's about it. Me too. But I mean this house. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) I, I shouldn't say that, but definitely the majority of my... I mean, I might go four or five nights at home and not drink. And I've been steady this week. Um, so far, it's been come home from work, and I'll have two beers while I'm working on other things. And then I'm like, sweet. And I come down here, and I grab a few beers, and I put them in the upstairs fridge. And I'm like, I go take a shower. And I'm like, all right, time to drink more of those beers. I sit down. I put them in the cup holder. I don't open them. I fall asleep. I get up. I put them back in the fridge and go to bed. <laughs> It's been two beers a night. <laughs> That's kind of how I am. I like. I am afraid to drink after supper because I'll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So I miss so much TV this week. I I quit caffeine. I don't know if we mentioned that yet. No. <laughs> um, I tried to. I know I'm gonna fall back into it, and it has been the worst experience so far. I think I was drinking, what's a can of Rockstar, 160? I was having two of those a day, down to nothing. How are you feeling? Just tired. No headache or nothing, though. No. Every, I've heard, oh, I've only heard of that tonight. You yeah, when I, that. I quit pretty caffeine common for side a while last year. And I'll even, if I don't have a cup of coffee, I'll headaches. get a headache that day, yeah. I don't get headaches. Like, like you know, when a lot of people are hungover, they get headaches. I don't. I just get, like, a sick feeling. I hardly ever get headaches for any reason. I've started, I started this morning mixed coffee in with my protein shake or my meal replacement shake. It was... You're still doing that. It was a game changer. I bet that... Oh, man, are you on the road a lot? With the new job? Yeah. Um, yeah. What happens if, like, you know... You're experimenting that day, and it just decides to shoot right through you. I generally don't experiment <laughs> on the days I'm going to be out. I don't experiment with my foods when I'm out on the road like that. So I had to go to, or I went to record store day on Saturday morning, and I woke up at real early, and I was on the road by 5 a.m., and that was my last day of drinking caffeine. And I'm like, all right, um... I don't know what the bathroom bathroom situation is. I'm going to be standing in line. The store doesn't open till 9, so I got there at 6 a.m. I had to, like, play it out. I'm like, all right, I can drink this energy drink, but by the time I get to New Ulm, I'm halfway there. I have to stop, so I just chugged the whole thing. So did Megan go with you to this? No. Okay. Um, how many people were in line? Uh, uh, it wrapped around the block. Oh, so it I, is? okay. I couldn't wow. tell you. So it is, okay. I didn't know if you like you show up at six o'clock and it's like you and three other guys there. No, so it was wrapped around the block and it was a corner store. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they were letting like groups of twenty people in at a time. Where were you in at in the line? I was fifteenth. That ain't so bad. When I first got there, so you and were then the by first the, group. I was a 
getting ready to say something because of people who cut the line. I'm like, just, I kept counting. I'm like, I need to be in that first 20. And it ended up being like 18th or 19th. I'm like, good enough. Don't need to say anything as long as I'm in that 20. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what have you done if, (laughs) if all of a sudden you're like number 22, you're like that motherfucker up there. Budged. Yeah. <laughs> We've done that uh, waiting in line for the city sampler. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy right right at eight o'clock he walks right through. We're all like, what the hell? Yeah. Chase him down. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just I don't know what I would have done, but I was ready, like and everybody was like, it's all strangers and they're all having a good time talking to each other. Yeah. And I listened to like five minutes of their conversation and I put my headphones on. <laughs> We're just, just weirdos talking about things. And there was one other dude who was just like me. He just, like, put his head down and didn't talk to anyone. I'm like, respect. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a video of me on Toontown's Facebook page. Uh, they went live They when they let everybody in. They're like, all right, let them in. And there's just me walking in. I just deer in headlights, look right into the... I didn't know I was being filmed right into a <laughs> cell phone camera. I just put my head back down. <laughs> they played that, like... Uh, they played like uh, Fox football music as you were walking oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, unleash the herd. Yeah. Well, no. No. And then I'm really happy that I got in there too because they only had two of what I wanted and they put a strict limit of one item per person. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Got my record. Got an Adam Sandler record, and then I got like the who are you? Because I only bought two things while I was there. I'm like, dude, it's fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in front of me was like, okay, your total is two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. I'm like, yeah, that was me last year. I got other things to do today. I got beer to buy and I got <laughs> movies to see. <laughs> yeah, so hung out with Mike, saw Super Troopers. Great day, great Saturday. What theater was Super Troopers? The one on campus, AMC. Okay. Because I looked online and I didn't see anything. There... It was a good time. We went to, like, the bar next door and got lunch and drank beers until it was time to go see the movie, which I knew was going to fuck me in the end, and it did. I'm the like, beers first? Yeah. I'm like, I peed, like, four times on purpose before we went in, and I'm still like, all right, you know what? I'm going to see this movie again. We'll do it sober next time. But I so did you not it. see it on Friday night like you had planned? No. No. That sucks. But <laughs> it wasn't a new alm. I'm not going to go to Mankato twice. Oh, right. Friday, Friday night, that's when I looked online, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's not around here. It was in Mankato. It is in Mankato currently. It might get knocked out because of Avengers. Okay. But well, it did well. Yeah, it was. I think it'll stick around. It might even get released on more screens because it did so well. It, uh. It was number one for Friday and Thursday, and then it got, I think, fourth overall for the weekend. Okay. Excuse me. I think uh, Amy Schumer's movie beat it by, like, half a mil. Which, which is, looks like a garbage movie, can Which bums me out so much, because the guy, the, head, the lead guy, he deserves, like, his own starring role, and no one's ever heard of the guy, and he, of course, you're like, I'll do an Amy Schumer movie when you agree to it two years ago. Right. Yeah, Rory Scovel is one of the funniest people in the world, and like nobody's gonna know who he is because nobody saw this movie. Yeah, but do you think this would be his his breakout? No, 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 no. It's it's a good cash grab though. 
Yeah. I know he's like a new dad and everything, so it's like, sure. Get that money. <laughs> but isn't that movie, isn't it like kind of a shallow hal, but in... The Amy Schumer one? Yeah, but yeah. In, but in yeah. like her own perspective as opposed right. to as him a, seeing yeah. everybody, she like hits her head and all of a sudden sees herself as like... That's correct, Corey. Which, isn't that kind of like... Body shaming. She's gotten lots of flack for it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I had no interest in... I was done with Schumer. I had no interest in seeing Snatch, but I do want to see this movie. I just won't see it in theaters. It's worth a red box to me, the way it looks. I'll pay $1.50 to rent it on DVD for a night. I don't, I've never seen anything that she's ever done. Trainwreck was brilliant. It was very good. Did, no, she, have a, did she ever sh- have a show? Inside Amy Schumer. It was a sketch comedy show. Yeah. She had a great team behind it. Yeah, that was a great show. The problem with her is she got so famous so fast. Yeah. And she wasn't ready for it. She kind of had the Dane Cook effect, didn't she? Uh, Where people got tired of her. But Dane was ready for that, whereas a lot of times, like, in comedy, if you're a female comic... That's okay. I no, I'm. Oh, <laughs> like I'm not going on shaking a Billy my Graham head rant. at Wiggins, <laughs> at Wiggins clanking a three off the front of the rim. Uh, Sorry, not you. It was no, a really bad shot. <laughs> no, I. For one, I wish the Jazz game was on. That'd be. <laughs> what channel is that on? We can I'm get a it big on. fan. So. No, so a lot of times, if you're a lady, and you put together your lady a really good hour, right? Say it's your, like, fifth year in. All of a sudden, you're a mega celebrity, but you don't have the shit years that you went through of being, like, a 20-year comic or a 15-year comic. And she got too famous too fast. Like, now she's, you know... She put out too many specials, I think. The leather special was garbage. The HBO special was bad. Uh, Mostly sex stuff and her first album, Cutting, those were really good. And she should have just kept working, like, keep your head down... But she just became really famous really fast. And it's cool because she helped out a lot of people on her way. She's like, spread the wealth, you know. Right. Anyone who's funny, you know, come do shows with me. And, and all why that did stuff. that happen to her, though? Like, right. what, what right. happened where these people that make these movies decide, I'm going to take Amy Schumer and make a movie with her? As I mean, what did she have that I think it was hundreds really, of other female comics don't have? It was her stand up. And her roast, like, when she was on those roasts, when she wasn't unknown yet, she really stood out, and everyone was like, holy shit, who's this? That got her a special. Okay. The special was really good, and now she's famous. That got her a TV show, which kept her her relevant amongst especially moms, you know? And now she's like, I don't know if, if they're trying to sell her as, like, we can do what we did we can fix what we tried to do with Chelsea Handler, you know, and we can keep her, right? You know, keep her on that track, but not have her go nuts. I don't know, right? But there, I just, I don't. I, well, I guess, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't understand why. I mean, there's lots of funny female comics out there, so I don't yep. understand why they take her and say, "Let's give her a TV show." Or I have no her. idea. It might just be right place, right time. Like yeah. she, she came up in New York. I mean, granted, area. they kind of did the same thing. Whether you talk. Talk about Ellen or Roseanne or, you know, countless yeah. other female comics who evolved into more, and you know. The, the female comedy scene right now, like, is just as big as the men's is. Like, there are just as many, like, relevant and working 
female comedians. Like, I, I split, like, stand-up that I go see. Like, I see a lot of ladies headline on purpose. Like, I go out about, you know, like, because I'm a comedy fan. I don't, like, it's out there. There's a lot of good women. They're just not mega famous. That's true. I mean, and in the same sense, you do see, like, male comics who... I've seen some who aren't very funny that all of a sudden end up with their their own TV show or, you know, whether it's a sitcom on a network or whatever. And yeah, did you see Kevin James just came out with a Netflix special? I'm sure that's good. He got a special? The King of Queens guy? Yeah. Like, you know he has a new show, right? Yeah, same thing. Essentially the same show. That where... In, in the first the season, he's back on it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The first season, it's called he had, Kevin can wait. Really? He had like a wife, a wife who yeah. is the female lead, who was not Leela Remini. And after and the first she, season, Leah Remini kill, was his, killed like, her off and brought on Leah Remini. Well, I think she was on the first season too, but as like his partner <clears throat> or something, so, a coworker or something. This yeah. Is on his latest one? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like the so the new show is essentially show. King it, of the Queens. The exact same thing. Two. Yeah. Was he a stand-up before he had a... Oh, yeah. And well, he, he was. was funny, but was I'm he? sure he's not anymore. Okay. Because I, you know, I never saw him on anything until King of Queens. He had a special called Sweat the Small Stuff that was one of the first stand-up I'd ever seen in my life. And that's why I think I remember him. It might not be that good. I don't want to rewatch it just in case it's not. <laughs> But he had a bit that when I was like little 12 year old Tim was howling when he was talking about when you're eating a pizza with a group of people and you start doing that pizza math and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's already had two. Why is he going for another one? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he starts screaming. And I'm like, this is this guy is so funny. <laughs> He's the funniest guy in the world. And I like pizza. So <laughs> so that's why I'm like, it's I like, don't want to rewatch it. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> so relevant. I, uh, I relate to this. And you know when you're hooking up with your wife? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't know this, but Steve-O from Jackass? Yeah, dude. Stand up? Yeah. It's pretty have you, bad. Have you watched it? I haven't. Yeah, it's it's a lot of um, a lot of Jackass-style stunts included. Like, he oh. does backflips and lights himself on fire and does all this weird shit. Okay. He's got a Showtime special. I think he does a little Q&A sort of thing and talks about the jackass mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes sort of stuff, too. I remember the first time I saw Jackass, I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember when all my friends got to see that, and a couple years later, we finally got cable. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually watching the the CKY videos yeah. before. Does, does that stand C-K-Y. for Camp Kill Yourself or Can't Kill Yourself? Camp, C-A-M-P. Okay. Uh, we were watching them on like VHS tapes being passed around amongst ourselves before like they had the show on MTV and that stuff was Oh yeah. A little bit more you know, I mean they took my it hands down on for like, MTV. I got my yeah. hands on the compilation DVD from CCS, I think. The back of CCS had videos and you'd buy it and it had like their first five videos. Yeah. So I, I know what you're talking about. I saw most of those too. Um them guys were largely insane. That was the East Coast crew, yeah. so that'd be like that weirdo rake, and then like Bam and yeah. Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn, yeah. And none of the guys you really like. Gone from too Jackass. soon, R.I.P. Like my favorite dudes from Jackass were um, Knoxville, and then Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius. Every time he looks at the camera, he says something hysterical. <laughs> he is the funniest dude in the world, and he's got a new movie coming out. 
Johnny Knoxville is like this grandpa in present day, kind of like bad grandpa or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then he tells a story about back in the day he used to run this carnival, and it was just like, well, like a, a big brand, like a Six Flags is moving in next door, and we need to keep our little mom and pop thing open. What do we do? Let's just say no rules. We all have fun, and it turns into like a scripted narrative jackass. So there's real stunts, but it looks like a movie in the 70s. Interesting. And Chris Pontius is in it, and he has like four hilarious lines in the trailer. I don't know. I forget what it's called, but yeah, you're going to start seeing promotion for it soon. I saw I've the seen a few stuff on like social media and stuff. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to it. A lot of them guys, like Steve O is like clean and sober now for, right. he hopes, yeah. years like, and forever. years. And uh, Bam is clean now, sober now. Have you been watching his trek to get back to it? Good God. He's he got a special on Viceland that I've been meaning to Epically Latered? Yeah. Yeah, they brought back Epically Latered for Viceland. Good God. That guy, he partied so like hard. Like, after Dunn died, yeah, he after really Dunn died, he took to, it, yeah. He got fat as fuck. Yep. I mean, they were like best friends. Yep. Didn't skate for years. Just partied and shot up and... Now he's, like, working as hard as he can to get clean, and yeah. he's trying to learn how to skate again. But Element, his old brand... And he's, like, almost as old as me, so that can't be easy. Be, I mean, I couldn't imagine... I came down the steps in your basement, and I saw that skateboard on the floor in there, and I'm like, oh, man, I should jump on there and see if I can... I just... No, I can't. <laughs> While I was on the phone, I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the last thing I need is, like, fall and break my arm in Tim's basement. Uh, we were just talking about that. I think the last time I... Yeah, it's been all, well, it's been more than that for me, I bet. Oh, let's start the local chapter of OMC, the Old Man Crew. <laughs> no. They have that at Hit Third the Layer. Park. They have a, at Third Layer, the, in Golden Valley, it's, they have like a group, but you have to be at least like 35 to skate the 9 o'clock session on Tuesday nights or something, <laughs> and it's only in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> There's no street course. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, Bam getting all fucked up. Did you ever see the documentary of Steve-O, like, probably, like, five yeah. more years ago when he was all fucked up on whippets? Yep. That yep. was scarier yep. than... looking, like, straight into the camera, like, <laughs> just That was his messed up. Filled, filled with, with canisters. Things. Yeah. Nitrous? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was... I, I, it was I crazy. He was, like, was it 600 little cans a day he was going through? That's it's insane. Unreal. This is unreal. Man, that was, like, scarier to me than Bam's getting fat. Yeah. And I'm just thinking back to, like, the one time I did Whippets in high school, and I'm like, oh, God, it could have been so bad. <laughs> I've never done Whippets, so. <laughs> I did a Whippet once. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I did start watching the Elvis thing on HBO. Got I'm, about halfway through episode one. Did yep, he do it right did, where I am? Did Elvis do Whippets? Elvis didn't do Whippets. <laughs> I didn't get that far in yet. I think he did everything. Listen here, honey. I just want to tell you something. <laughs> if it didn't come in prescription pill form, yeah. Elvis didn't do it, I don't think. Right. Yeah, I'm about... Because I don't even think he was a real big drinker. I think it was more just the... Pills? The pills. The farmies? I think farmies. they left out on the... I'm about where you are, then. <laughs> they left out a lot of the parts where he had a pretty bad relationship with his dad. And they didn't really mention that. And he loved his mom a Yeah, lot. I mean, his dad wasn't around much at all. In and, I mean, his dad was in prison, and then because of that, couldn't get a job. 
So he was like gone working on the road sort of stuff and and yeah, so he was definitely a mama's boy. I mean, mm-hmm. he took it. I mean, kind of his downfall began when his when his dad or when his mom died. So, thanks for the spoiler. I haven't gotten that far yet. That his mom is dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's what sent him into the spiral. I mean, I just spoiled Elvis's <laughs> life for you. Yeah, because I wasn't there. He dies. And you weren't yeah. familiar with Elvis On at all prior to this. Yeah, I Does knew that really part. Know. Of course, I knew that part. He did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> learn cardiac that. arrest, right? I I don't know what from Corey would know. I thought he had a heart attack after, and that was the same night he like yeah, shot a couple had, of his TVs. It was an intestinal blockage that, you know. Wait, I know about. He this was compacted. They dissected it like he had no, like thirty-seven he pounds of yeah yeah because what? he was on so many painkillers and stuff. Yeah. Couldn't shit. And and painkillers will block you up. I mentioned something because I had just heard that and I had mentioned something to Megan and she goes gross and then I see her on her phone on Wikipedia and she goes oh oh my god oh no (laughs) she's just reading and reading. I I am a a big Elvis fan you know so I mean that that stuff does interest me Um, so like yeah I mean so that's what it was. He He was was compacted. Too many painkillers that blocked him up and No mucin. And I mean, he wasn't necessarily uh, emodium. You know, he wasn't like taking pills to get high. He was taking pills because he was in a constant state of pain, misdiagnosis among of various ailments, and just kept taking pills to try and make himself feel better. And, and that's why he got fat. That's why he got fat and bloated. It was all due to retention, water yeah. re- retention, and everything else from the from the pills. But that special he did, like, at the 70s, he the looked good The 68 comeback special in the leather suit. Yeah, he looked good then. That, yeah, I mean. He didn't look fat, I mean. I mean, no, he but just looked. But then lo- didn't he go into, was it Vegas after that? Yes. That's yeah, the started, white suit era? started doing the Vegas. And even the first few years of the jumpsuits, I mean, he's not fat. I mean, it's really like, so he died in August of 77. You're probably really only talking like 75 on, like the last two years of his life. Was the colonel with him his entire run? All the way through, and the colonel, the colonel killed Elvis. Yeah, for I mean, sure. just took advantage of him. And Did you see Sun Records on CMT? They did like a... a Drama like a drama series. I started watching it. And I enjoyed it, it. and I, I did enjoy it too. But it was on kind of you know. I had it, it was, all DVR'd. I, I watched. That's I think how I, I DVR too. Never back went back and watched it. But that was Billy one Gardell thing. If we go back to him. Memphis. I want or when we go back to Memphis this summer. I want to go to Sun Records. I drove by. We drove by it last twice. Now we've driven by it. It's in kind of a sketchy neighborhood now. Um, but I'd, if we can get there at a good time of day, I'd still like to, you can like tour it and stuff and check I it out. I think Jack White now owns the entire Sun Records catalog. Catalog, yep. And he is reproducing all of the shit. So like I have a Johnny Cash Walk the Line 45 yep. that looks just like it would have, yep. only it's new. Like that's just, I don't know. I just, I got it because it was like a buck or something. I'm like, I'm not even that big of a Cash fan, but I'm like, this just looks cool. You can't not grab that. I would say that, oh, we talked about it a little bit last week, like, even if you're not, like, a huge Elvis fan per se, just going to Graceland, I think, you know, 50 years after the fact now or 40 years after the fact now and seeing, you know, what was considered, like, one of the biggest stars in the world at that time and, and seeing right. how he lived compared to, you know, what was, like, superstar standards by then really like Graceland was much smaller than I 
I Google it, mapped it in my mind while I was what watching I thought it, it was. and it showed me his airplane hangar, and I'm like, what the hell? I had to really zoom in. That was like across the street from like his actual place, which was like not that big, and it's in the neighborhood of a normal like well, neighborhood and now. Well, 40 years ago, it it was not. You know, it was a little more rural. I suppose back then, you know, everything's kind of grown up around it. The tourism stuff kind of grew up around it, right? Um, and it's definitely. I mean, you go. A half a mile in either direction, and it's not nice neighborhoods at all. Like, real sketchy, like, run down. His plane is still there. Yeah, you can tour it. Yeah. Taking care of business. It's part of Graceland, yeah. Can you jump in the pool? You cannot jump in the pool. Can you sit on the toilet that he... No. That was... You're not allowed to go upstairs. That he looked at one time at his neighbor's house next door. Even when when Elvis was alive, he did not let anybody... Like, guests were not allowed upstairs. That was kind of his private area. And that is still, like, where his... Like, when Priscilla... Or not Priscilla, but when Lisa Marie comes to Graceland or to Memphis with her kids... They stay. They actually stay at Graceland. At Gra- Graceland and stay in the upstairs. So part. there's like probably help there currently, yep. like employed servant workers. She, own, I mean, she owns it. It's not owned by. And like, she's just cashing in on. She is cashing in on like letting fans come and see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's crazy that she stays there. It's like someone saying like. Well, I, I live at Gilfillan. and I stay in the Gilfillan house. I mean, <laughs> when I say that, that Graceland was a bucket list I'm item for Peter me, Gilfillan. I mean, like, going back to when I was a small, like, five, six-year-old Corey. I understand. Wanted to go to Graceland someday. And I remember, like, being in the know enough that when, when Lisa Marie turned 21 and, and got, like, legal possession of Graceland, oh. there was, like worry amongst fans that she was going to close it down to the public. Oh. And then, like, I was worried that I was never going to get to go to Graceland. But thankfully, she kept it open. But the house, I mean, you know, so Elvis died upstairs, so you can't see the toilet that he died on. But, uh, you know, the jungle room and, and everything else is all still completely as it was. Do you think upstairs, like, besides, like, that room that he passed on, or in that toilet, they just modernized it because yeah, we still stay here. We're not going to make it feel like it's the fifties. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, I, I thought that, but um, but like you know, the kitchen is is exactly like it was back then, and it's like well, but back then this was like a great kitchen. Look, they had two stoves, but it's like if I bought this place, the first thing I would do is gut the kitchen. And <laughs> <laughs> well, know. I mean, yeah, some of that stuff I don't know. I, like, have you seen? That Duluth mansion that everybody says. Yeah. Glen Sheen, yep. Glen I don't get the significance of it outside of it's a mansion. Well, and there was a murder in there. Yeah, and I, if you read murder. the books and stuff. There it, was a murder in there? In the yeah. 70s. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there was one. But but they don't talk about that on the tour, and if you bring it up, they quickly change the subject. No, yeah. supposedly now it's okay to talk about during the tour. There's, like, new things and all that okay. shit. But that I don't get, the whole, like, Oh, this family was rich, and they built a house, and they weren't famous people, and you can come and look at them now. But I think but that... they were famous yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I think they were famous, like... They're very well I mean, there's mansions well like that in, Minis- in Minneapolis, too, like James J. Hill House. When did that mansion get built? Yeah. Robinson like in the took me. 20s, <laughs> 30s? And yeah, how, how big that is? Yeah. I mean, that's bigger than Graceland. Right. And it was built before Graceland. Yeah. That's that's the, the like in Graceland imagine. in the rec room. 
Yeah. They had three TVs so that Elvis could watch all three channels at the same time. Because <laughs> in 1975, right, there right, were only right, three channels. Right. So it was kind of like, and those same TVs are still there, the old tube-style TVs. Oh, that'd be crazy CBS, if... CBS, NBC, and ABC. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fox didn't come around until, like, the 80s, and they were considered, like, the underdogs for a long time. Yeah. And then the CW and UPN, remember those? Oh, yeah. Or WB and UPN. Yep. Yeah, we had an antenna for a long time. I watched <laughs> The Simpsons, like, a new episode of The Simpsons for the Sunday fir- night. For the first time in a long time. And I, actually, oh. and I actually Hulued it. Okay. Because... They were in New Orleans, and yeah, I, I, saw, I saw an article about uh, like Homer like goes through and like eats at like all these like they name like actual yeah restaurants I saw that article too, yeah, and so like I wanted to watch it because I told my wife like that's we're going to New Orleans next week, so I said we're going to I'm going to eat everything that he eats on that <laughs> list, and then like they went through it, and I'm like uh, maybe not like everything looks good, but. It's a lot of food to cover in, like, four days. Dude, Sunday nights are so crazy in my house. Like, we got, like, until October of this, of every Sunday is 6.30 to 9 is Fox, and then you switch it over to HBO, and you go to, like, 11.30 if you can make it that late. <laughs> you don't ever make it that late. But there's stuff on. The next day, you watch it at lunch, That what you missed. Okay. So what do you watch on Sunday nights on HBO? Uh, right now, Silicon Valley, Westworld, and Barry. So I've heard very good things about all three of those. I'm not a big fan of Westworld. I just FOMO. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to miss out, but yeah. it's boring to me. Okay. I understand why it's question good. Is, is, so like I have the HBO Go app so I can just watch stuff on demand whenever I want. Star, um, if you want Which easy... one of them three would you say I should watch first? Barry. And that's like a new one that's coming There's out. five episodes. Okay. I just watched the fifth one. There might be six. Sorry. And that's got Bill Hader. That's yes. the one where he's and Henry like, Winkler. Really? Oh, it's got the Fonz in it. Sold. <laughs> got that Got that poster up there. Yeah. yeah. It's got uh, Henry Winkler. That's the one where he's like a hitman or something, mm-hmm. and then he starts taking acting classes or something. Yes. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that I recognize from other small things that got canceled. <laughs> to me, it's like the best, like... All the Cause burnout shows. Westworld is on season two now. Yes, and I—that's the one thing I like when I watch the Andre the Giant thing, and when I watch the Elvis thing, they—I've seen the trailers for the season two of Westworld, and it kind of has me sold just because they're playing that like that Nirvana song yep. and like the new remix, and I'm like because I really dig the song, and like they do a good job in the trailer yes. of making me be like, I want to check that out, I want to see that. It, but I really have no idea what the show's about. During, like, they have a saloon, and it has one of those player pianos. It's always playing. you got to really listen. I'm yeah. like, that's the Pixies. Oh, that's Radiohead. It's always playing music like that. Like modern music? No, so, not even. It's like 90s oh, music. Right, right, but it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like a it's like a Knight's Tale. I don't know what that is. Okay. A, night, a Knight's Tale was the Heath Ledger, like, jousting movie. Uh-huh. Was that the one? <laughs> yeah. But they played, like, modern yeah, rock music they, in it, so yeah, that's why I was like... it's a little bit like, more subtle. 
<laughs> and it's also not, it's actually based in modern day. Oh, it is. Westworld okay. is a world. It's like VR that you can pay to vacation in. Okay. And they're all fake androids, all those people that you interact with. Okay. And you can, like, do whatever you want. It's a wild, wild west. You I know? gotcha. So they got brothels. They got, you know, you want to go kill some Indians, go on a mission like that. I see. That's the whole idea. And then because they're these super smart android things, are they going to. Can they revolt? All yeah. that shit. Did you ever watch uh, Mr. Robot? Yeah, I haven't watched. A, I've watched one episode of the new season. Okay. It last season was so slow and boring. That's what I've heard. I watched season one and loved it. Got like halfway two? through season two and people tell me that I need to finish it because it picks up towards the you end. You don't. It does pick up towards the end, but getting there should be fun too. Right. Which and one's Mr. Robot? Is that a, that's um, on USA. What's his name? Remy Malnek or Re- yeah. Remy something. He's gonna be Freddie Mercury in the new Queen biopic. Anyways, the first scene of the first episode season one was phenomenal. I could not like like first, it was one of them shows that I wish I had not watched it week by week. I wish I'd waited until the whole thing was done so I could have binged it in one day. It was one of them shows wow. where when an episode would end, I would be like. Fuck, I gotta wait a week to watch this again? Honestly, that's how I am with this new NBC show called AP Bio with um, Glenn Howerton. From is that it, funny? It's one of the funniest shows ever. It's because Michael Bryan is the showrunner for it, and he was one of the funniest people on Saturday Night Live for like five years. He wrote those weird out there sketches, and you can tell he's put his spin on this. But then Glenn Howerton, he plays Dennis on Sunny in Philadelphia. He puts his little, like, rough guy thing on it. It is so good. Uh, I am a... You're going to laugh at this, but I am actually a big fan of Sniper on USA as well. I've never heard of Sniper. It's Well, it was a movie. Okay. American Sniper. No, this is just... Sniper was a movie with, like, Mark Wahlberg from, like, 15 years ago. Oh, that's, okay. That's what he's saying, right? Well, no, American Sniper was no, the I one know that. with... That's two separate movies. Oh, wow. American Sniper was with the guy from The Hangover or whatever. Um, anyway, so this was like... Anyway, I had never seen the movie, but I was seeing um, uh, trailers for the show. And USA sucks me in because they'll put shows on after Raw. And then like I'll start <laughs> catching it and end up watching them. So anyway, so this show Sniper it has uh, Ryan Felipe in it, and Omar Epps, and From bas- the Wire, yeah, yeah. So then basically, like the premise of season one is that, and end of the movie, they took the movie and extended out into eight hours or twelve hours for the for the series. But um, Ryan Felipe plays this guy who was you say that way. It's Ryan Philippine. Yeah, I'm I thought it's not Felipe. Felipe. Philippine. Oh, fine. <laughs> Hurry up I and like, get to this. I like Felipe better. Uh, anyway, he plays a retired, like, special ops sniper, like, was essentially the American sniper guy, like, record-breaking, has a reputation for being this great sniper, whatever. Yep. Um, is essentially set up to make them to framed so that people think that he killed the president of some foreign country and attempted to assassinate the president of the United States. So then the entire show is like him trying to like 
prove his innocence and like hide from the government and it's it's uh was very entertaining show. You were in on it. All right, one more because I know Andy doesn't watch TV. What I'm really into, um, I'm dying up here on Showtime. They just wrapped their first season, and actually, I just caught they have, they like if you're a member of whatever their online service of Showtime, you can watch the first episode of season two. It's um, it's a drama about stand-up comedy in the '70s in LA. So, like, the comedy store and all that stuff, but except that they called it Goldie's, and, like, Mitzi Shore is a woman named Goldie. Right. Same idea, but it's it's 100% a drama. There is comedy in it. Like, you see them doing stand-up, stand-up but, but they're just dealing with their, like, day-to-day lives, lives of, yeah. like, working shit jobs yeah. and trying to that make it good. work. It is so good. Jim That's on Carey. Showtime? Yeah. Jim Carrey, I believe, is an executive producer. Yeah, it sounds like something he'd be in on. Yeah, and, like, he's not in the show. Right, just, uh... Yeah, and they have so many good people. Like, um, Andrew Santino is the star. Uh, so is, um... Uh, what's his name? Shrimpin' and Easy. Uh, Al Madrigal. Brad Garrett's on season two. <laughs> Shrimpin' Ain't Easy. That's the title of his special. <laughs> I know That's amazing. The comedians I'm not, like, super big fans of, I can <laughs> name their specials. Fantastic. <laughs> That's a fantastic name. Yeah. Okay, I got two more points. Uh, a, the show was called Shooter, Not Sniper. I just wanted to correct that. That's what, yes. Yeah. I remember Shooter now. And Shooter McGavin? Have you seen? <laughs> have you? Did you ever see or hear anything about the show, Damnation? No. No. Okay. I saw previews. Thought it looked really good, but haven't heard anything like. Yeah. So. So, anyways, Beamer speaking of movies. How about pornos? Debbie does Dallas. How long has it been? That was like mid seventies, right? a long freaking time. Never I would it. say so. Mid-70s? I don't know if I've ever... I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know if I... Well, I did. There was a... Oh, no. Here comes the VHS story. No, 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 no. This is... <laughs> hey, Gramps. There was a network, doing? a short-lived TV show back in, like, 15, 20 years ago. That would take porno movies and air them on like cable TV. IFC. Without, but count out all the sex scenes. Uh, 1978. Debbie does. So Dallas. that was the only time I saw Debbie does Dallas, as it was <laughs> on this like funny. where they would. So like they It'd would just like, cut all the hey, sex scenes out. Uh, I can't pay for the pizza. Your pizza's here. Oh, but and it's then, got extra sausage on it. <laughs> Are you sure? And then it cuts to. Mm, that is, this is good pizza. <laughs> Show's over. Good thing it was free. <laughs> Are you waiting for me to finish this so we can try this one? Yeah. Kind of. Sorry. <laughs> like, we're all almost done with... <laughs> the, beer, the main event of the night. Sorry, man. Get your shit together, Corey. Yeah, Mr. Sucks at NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the big crawler. So what do they call this, Tim? Uh, 
it was officially on the tap handle. It was the Nano Two, but I and then on the screen it was called number whatever it was a logger, and then it just said pomegranate, pomegranate. and grapefruit. Says. And I think it's clearly a sour, right? I would say it's a sour. Yeah, and I really like it. I hope they make this That's for a good. while. I don't it's, know how many I can have, but it's good. Uh, Shells is releasing a new sour tomorrow. They are. Um, this one could be a little more tart. Like I like my sours sour. I wish this had a little more pucker to it. The more I get into it, it's getting a little more wine coolery to me. Yep. That's why I like it. (laughs) Sea breeze. (laughs) It's got a Barrows and James sort of BJ's. Yeah. So uh, Um, my daughter brought home. uh, It's a new Glarus beer. And it's a beer, and it's strawberry rhubarb. I saw that. And she got it at the liquor store, and you had to ask yeah, pass me for that. it. And they would they just stored it behind the counter because it was that small I'll finish that. of a yeah. batch. Really? Yeah. And uh, How did she know about it to ask for it? The, when she went shopping for me, uh, <laughs> just so happened the distributors were in there. Do you like Venmo her and be like, go get beer now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of told her, um, and they're like, oh, uh, she gave you know them uh, my list that I gave her. <laughs> and they, they found it all for her, and, and uh, she just wanted to get something different, special. And they're like, oh, go behind the counter, ask Ask the person behind the counter, and they'll pull it out. And she Interesting. An eight-pack. And strawberry rhubarb, it was so, so good. Really? And I, I don't, I don't, I can't describe the taste. It was, like, sweet, like, pop, but it had a kick to it. Yeah? It was, like, I don't know. I, don't, I can't, I don't know my words for, to describe it, but I'm definitely going to try to get more. <laughs> It'd be a really good, uh, well, I, I like it, like, today. And if it was 30 below, but I think it would really be good when it's like 90 degrees. Right. It's almost like a berry vice. They're talking 80 on, on Monday, so. Okay, I'm excited to try one of these hazy little things, ice cold on one of those. I bet yeah. it tastes even better, because I've been drinking it all winter. But uh, this, so they're Nano 2 from Akato. The first, like, half of my pint I really enjoyed. Did we mention that it's a pomegranate beer? I don't know if we said anything about grapefruit. They didn't write. The guy didn't have room for grapefruit. What did they have a descriptor on? That was it. This pomegranate grapefruit. That's that was on their TV screen of what you could order, yeah. and then on the tap it just said Nano Two. I didn't ask much. I just when we were there, Christ, when we were there. Okay, sorry, sidetrack. Me and Mike, before Super Troopers, we go in. <laughs> Not a fan? It's pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah, that's way sweeter than I like my beer. Like, that, I, I don't get sour out of that at all. I get, like, There's some rancid wine. Rancid I mean, wine? I'm done with it. It's like, I can, I can have one, but that's it. It's um, good, yeah. But I just—it's a one beer thing. For no, no, no. You guys, you don't like it. You're not gonna hurt my feelings by saying you don't like it. 
Good. I think I liked it. I liked it more than the hot biscuits. I like the hot biscuits way more than this. See, I thought that they were kind of similar in that the hot biscuits, the hibiscus, they are somewhat yeah. similar. Uh, yeah. Was the main like they actually are putting it out there in stores. And right. This one is like we're experimenting. It felt like I've. That's why I got crawlers. Have you guys ever? So what I can compare this to is one time we had a bottle of wine in the fridge. Boone's Farm. No, it wasn't Boone's Farm, but it was. I don't, know, I don't know anything about wines. There was a wine that was kind of this color. Um, and, and it had, had the cork pulled. And then my wife or whoever drank like half of it and then put the cork back in. And then it sat in the fridge for like six weeks. And then I drank some. That's what this beer tastes like to me. So did you I like the wine? Not a fan at all. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I give I give this a four. I really liked it. <laughs> um, I give this a two point nine. I would do a three on this one. Corey, you're in the zero or I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like a point seven five. <laughs> Because I haven't decided if I'm gonna finish it or not. I might finish it. I definitely would not buy it or order it again, but uh Everyone's taste buds are different. Yeah. All right. I mean, and it was mostly like out. the back end of what I got on it was really what soured me on. Like it That's what I mean. It tastes different when you're drinking it, and then as soon as you pull back, yeah, it that, tastes different again. And that's what that's what spoils it for me is the back end. Mm. So just keep chugging. I might just to get rid of it. <laughs> No, I remember, so, I didn't turn down a inch and warm pig's eye beer, so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Do they even make pig's eye anymore? Well, I'm sure. I don't know if they do. Uh, it could just be a name now, like Atari's a name owned by a bunch of Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they always owned by Chinese people? Well, no, they were a California company. <laughs> Atari? Steve Jobs uh, worked for Atari. I don't know if you guys are right on that. That's yep. true. I don't know if that's true or not. They're launching an Atari box right now that's like a virtual console that has all their old shit. Okay. It's just the name, you know, it's yeah. not actual Atari. But I was saying before, I was about to, I said, let's go sidetrack here. Before Super Troopers, I meet up with Mike, and we go to this bar, and we sit down, and there's like, it must be a full basketball team full of elementary kids, like, girls. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just running around, and we're like, what? Like, we're just chugging beers. Okay. <laughs> Go see the movie. Go to the brewery. And we get to the brewery, and there's bean bags, like, cornhole set up. And there's just, like, dads around, and all their kids are running around the brewery. And we're like, can't a guy get a beer in this town without having kids running around? Yeah, we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> we just thought it was funny. We couldn't avoid kids the entire day. So, yeah. I've got an update on Pig's Eye Beer. Yes. Um... Pig's Eye Brewing Company was established in 2002 in St. Paul. In 2002? And the company was established when the former Minnesota Brewing Company, which had introduced the beer in 1992, folded due to financial troubles. So the beer came out in 92. The original brewery folded, and then they reopened it under the Pig's Eye Brewing in 2002. It's still going. Still going. They make four different beers. They make a pig's eye pilsner, a pig's eye lean light, pig's eye ice. How long has it been since you've seen a <laughs> ice beer? Keystone ice in the red can. No, it's ice a black house. can. 
And then Pitbull is another one they make. Ooh, that sounds... Well, they made Pitbull. Pitbull yep. sounds terrible. Pig's Eye Beers have received awards at the Great American Fe- Beer Festival, between the Bluffs Beer Festival, and the World Beer Championships. The Beer Advocate has rated has consistently rated their beers at between a C and a D on an A to <laughs> F scale. <laughs> That is pretty much the entire Pig's Eye (laughs) Wikipedia page. That's funny because, like, um, Stone Brewing or whatever, I got that six-pack of IPAs from them last week. Right. They got on their cardboard, I just noticed it because I was filling up the fridge, they have their beer advocate rating and all that shit on there. Which one was that? Stone. Okay. And what did they rate it? Uh, I think they said, like, it was 100 or something. It was super high. That's why they put it on there. Right. Yeah, but I'm like, they're going out. It's just like a movie when they hit a high 90s and... In Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if you had to pick, like, if you could only drink beer from one brewery going forward for the rest of your life... Which would it be? I've only experienced, like, the last year, like, maybe five different breweries, you know? Yeah, it's impossible to know. There's, like, so many breweries out there. A thousand opened last year alone. Yeah. 20 per state. Right. But if you had to pick one now, what, like, what is your <laughs> current favorite brewery? Current favorite? Probably Fair State. Part owner. And I'm with you on that one, too, even though I barely get anything from Fair State. I've had a lot more Mankato beers, but the Mirror Universe, the Spirit Fall, the um, Clarity. you said you liked a lot. Clarity of Purpose. Like, everything was really good from them. Definitely wouldn't be shells. I know that, though. We can rule them out. I'm going to say New Glarus, because I've tried their Spotted. New... uh... The Moon Moon Man, uh, the Splen- I can't even pronounce it. I've had about five, six beers from them. They're all good. So, Does Fair State make any like stouts? Yeah, Giant Spain. Okay, how is that? I'm not sure if it's a stout or a porter. Well, uh, but as I meant, you know what I meant in that. Right, a darker beer. Yeah. Um, people say they like it. I'm not really into the like. I don't know. I would never order one of those. Yeah. I would drink it, but if there's, like, a whole fucking tap menu in front of me, I'm not going to order one of those on purpose. And then they barrel age it and stuff, too, yeah. you know? What about you, Corey? Giants band. Surly. Um, probably just based on availability around here, it would probably be Surly. That's not your question, though, because I, I went with Fair yeah, State. you've been traveling all over the country. Yeah, I went with Fair one. State, and I can't ever get Fair well, State. <clears throat> Honestly, I would love to go back to New Mexico and try more stuff from Spotted Dog. Yeah. Because right. I've had three beers from there now, and they were all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, just based on that sense, I haven't had a bad beer from them yet. I've had a bad beer from Mankato. I've had a bad beer from Surly. I've had a lot of bad beers from Michelle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't keep know. Shitting it just seems like... But I also haven't had a bad like beer it. from Fair State, either. <laughs> it seems... There's so many well, breweries out there. How could you ever decide that? Yeah. Right. Of, like, things that you... Uh, it was just posing a question for conversation, Andy. It's not a real scenario. Have you're going to be able to walk it? out of this basement tonight, and you're going to be able to buy a beer from whichever brewer you prefer tomorrow. I'm just trying to start a conversation. Yes. 
And so back to their kids being in the tap room. Yeah. It's one of my big gripes with tap rooms is that they're a little too kid friendly. Yeah. Like, I take dogs, but not kids. Right. Dogs for sure. We love the dogs. But I don't want your fucking kids running around my goddamn brewery. Right. And drives me crazy. That's why I I have kids, and it's like, if we're going out drinking, you're staying the fuck (laughs) up. I want to have fun. Right. That's kind of the way I feel, too. Like, I would never have the kids with me and be like, well, let's go to Fair State. People right. do it all the time. You know, it's different to go to like from anywhere from babies up to like teenagers, to like bring their kid to the and brewery, get a beer. or to go to even like <laughs> the what's the I don't get it. what's the tap house in Mankato that's over by like Boulder. Yeah, yeah Boulder. like that's different. Never I mean, that's a there. restaurant. It's yeah. it's one thing to take your kids to a restaurant that also happens to have a lot of beer. Yes, that is right. very different. But to go to a Fair State or go to Surly or. That's a why place I that's a brewery that serves food is different than a restaurant that serves beer. Yeah. Uh, that's why I hope that my well, wife... Well, most breweries don't serve food. That's true. In Minnesota. I hope my wife never comes around to craft beer so that when my kid comes out in October, I can say, stay home. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go drink craft beer with my friends. She's going <laughs> to say, okay, that sounds gross. See you later. So how does Surly get away with having a restaurant? Just different the There's pizza thing? room. There's it's different... Not- it's right, the same company. It's two different companies in okay. the same building. Right. That and law is stupid as hell, too. And by there's the way. different. There are different. Well, we have more important shit to pass. Let's not worry about that quite yet. There's different categorizations yeah. too. Yeah. Like. Well, and then the golf cart. You can be. Uh, ordinance. In town. <laughs> That's important. You can be a, there's te- a golf cart ordinance in Springfield. Let's get on that after Andy finishes yeah. his story. Jesus. <laughs> I think you can be like. I don't know exactly. I'm talking kind of out of my ass, but Andy, like drink the, a first dab beer. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, you can be a tap room and also be a brewery, like a, a brew house. Okay. So you can ha- have your own beers on, but also have beers from other breweries. Canal Park Duluth does that, right? Canal e- Park Brewing, exactly, and they are also have a restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. so there's different, like, categorizations. They make, they but make mo- like, ciders and beers, and you can only get them there. There's no there's no stores that sell them. Right. Ugh. But then they also have other... Mm-hmm. Guest taps. Yes. Whereas breweries, like, mostly would never have guest taps. I don't even know if that's legal. No, it is. Um, I know that, like, I see on Fair State's Instagram, they'll do shout-outs to, like, Brooklyn tap rooms that are, or um, breweries that are doing the full Fair State lineup in Brooklyn, New York. You know what I mean? Not breweries, though. Those are, like, bars. Uh, I don't know about that. Yep. Okay. They're, like, and they'll do bar takeovers How all many the time. meetings have you been to? Are you sure? <laughs> Not totally, but... <laughs> I think so. You're going to have to show me around there. Me and my friend were coming up. you got to be there that weekend. Oh, dude, I'll take you to all of them. In July. That's basically what I spend every weekend doing is just going to breweries. I'll be there the first or second Saturday in July. And let me tell you, the bubble is not bursting. <laughs> I like those texts. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's talk about Springfield's golf court ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's the scoop on this? So... <laughs> I read it in the paper, and I'm like, really? Uh, do you get the paper? Really? Lucky? Yeah. So, <clears throat> they're putting uh, ordinance, whatever, that every golf cart, you have to buy uh, 
that little license plate in tabs. Kind of like ATV or side-by-side registration. It's like from the state or the city's going to... the city. The city's going to sell like a, li- a, a golf cart license for you right. to be able to drive your golf cart on the city streets. Yep, yep. And it's like, okay, you drive down 14 and I can count one, two, three, four, five... Five buildings basically sitting empty, and we're worried about freaking golf carts. Yeah, there's an old movie theater that's just a guy's storage <laughs> bin. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. No me. shit. Uh, yeah, Main Street in Springfield is, like, we used to make fun of Sleepy Eye for being so run down. Right. Springfield is so much worse now. Yeah, as it a, is. As a, the state of Main Street is, it's terrible. But <laughs> it's terrible. It is. Like, all these buildings are empty, and one of them that's an active business right now is a travel agency. So that's going to be empty soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. Like, really? Yes. That's not going to be there for, like, I bet they get, like, 15 more years, and then they're done. It's amazing yeah. that they're still well, around. And, right. But there are yeah. enough old people that yes. are going to be here and, for 15 more years. And we all know that there's one to be shut down pretty soon. They got clearance, you know. Signs, the antique store. Yep. Yeah. It'll be empty. And, and that's then, a nice storefront. And then there's there's another business that I heard, not mine, <laughs> but uh, that they'll be done in about two, three years. Well, holy crap. We're trending downward, and yet we're worried about getting registration on fucking golf. But that's, you know, but unfortunately, that's the trend in, like, small-town rural America. Yeah, there's... People are dying faster than more people are being born because people are getting finished well, with high school, going off to college, and then they're not coming back. Like, yeah, whereas 30, that. 40 years ago, either they weren't leaving or they were going off to Jackson Votek and then coming back. That and um, brick-and-mortar stores are far and few between nowadays. Right. Like I Amazon mean, comes to my house once every two right. days. It goes to the neighbor's house on the days that it's not I mean, here. Herberger just closed nationwide. Yep. Like, it's not Toys just Springfield. What? Toys R Us. Toys R Us is closed. Andy and I were involved in a... They lost Herbergers. Right. Well, Holy crap. I mean... The whole nation lost Herbergers. We're... I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, for New Ulm, it matters a lot. I but. wish they would have gone under a year or two before we had to make wedding registries, because they're like, you have to go to Herbergers. Why? Because that's where the old ladies will go. I'm like, why can't we just do Amazon and like, Target.com? Like, your grandma No, is- you have to go to Herbergers, too. We go there, we're like... I don't want f- anything don't here. Want any of this shit. I, I bought you. I bought you beer we glasses got, at Herberger's, Tim. We got. I registered for glasses and my pillows. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be these ones. Corey. Andy were Andy and I were involved in a Twitter or a Facebook conversation where I blamed a lot of the doubt. I think I made the comment and Andy like liked it, but you know people in New Ulm are bitching about Herberger's closing. And a fact, oh yeah, oh they, yeah. Uh, was it as strong as Target? I think so. Do you remember like there was a group that had over five thousand likes? To but I, I firmly believe that a lot of the downfall, maybe not necessarily Target leaving New Ulm, but Target changing their Target lack of <laughs> no target pun intended, changed. but Target changing their Target markets and the towns they're in, and. Herberger's closing. I think, I think Target's doing well, though. And they are. Yeah, they totally just shifted their strategy. They're closing but they all their small their towns. strategies. 
And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Walmart is moving into every freaking town that's got, you and, know. And then Dollar General the, for like, like the us. Like biggest blunder ever for business, sorry. Sears. They had it. They're going to be going under soon. You, you I can't believe they're still here. The magazine, the catalog, and then they went brick and mortar. They, they were already. They were primed for the internet age. Yes, weren't they? Did yeah, you guys they know they started in Redwood Falls, North Redwood. Yes, yep. but he sold watches at the railroad thing. Or no, I was. I'm sorry. Just a quick thing here. I was watching for some reason when this is like five, six years ago when history shows were on Netflix. I was watching America, the story of us, and it was how America got to be in 10 episodes. And it starts off with, like, this little guy in Redwood or North Redwood or whatever is talking about, like, railroads and shit. And I'm like, whoa, 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 pause, Google, the fuck. <laughs> yep. Sears started in Redwood Falls. Like, yep. <laughs> that was yeah, so, so crazy. But yeah, I, they were like the internet before the internet happened. You could buy a whole house. <laughs> like a, a, a whole house would get shipped to you, and you would have to put it together. I'd be like, no, thank you, but guns, but all that. I stuff. really think the expansion of like Walmart has Walmart has definitely not helped. Li- really, like, greatly contributed to the downfall of all these mom and pop. I mean, 20, 30 years ago, if you needed something, you went to downtown Springfield if you lived in Springfield and found it at Schmidt Clothing yes. or at Dubers or. Whatever, you know, whatever the 15, 20 businesses that used to be down there. You didn't get in your car and drive to New Ulm to go to Walmart for it. Right, because, well, it was a long way to drive back then. Right. But even even 25 years ago, they built the one in Redwood, and I think that started contributing to a lot of these small towns because people don't care about – they would rather drive the hour round trip to Redwood Falls and back and – Buy something a lesser product for a fourth of the price. Yep. As so, a, but then they but then when these mom and pop stores start closing on main streets, then they're gonna piss and moan about it and blame the business owner. See, see, the, see, the thing is, is though the mom and pops are selling the same thing as the WalMarts, and, and the they Target. just can't get the price. And yeah, <laughs> so what you got to do is just go high quality. That's that's what I'm thinking. Just top end. Right, and then I I agree with that because Walmart's buying for a billion stores, and right. you know mom and pop are buying for themselves. And and I think if you want to go retail, you just go really really high end shit, and it might work or it might not. <laughs> Would you agree, Andy? I mean, well, you're, I mean, you're associated it, closely with I, a small business. Yeah, it kind of works, but you need at least some population base. Yes, you do. And there's just no population base left around. I mean, even even the farm sites from 30 years ago yeah. are plowed are under. Plowed under, you know, just in, in one year and people aren't having the families sizes that they were 30 years ago. Yeah, the the Catholics aren't reproducing like they. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it true. is. I mean, you used to have these Catholic families in the area that would have 10, 15, 20 kids. Right. Yep, and they milk cows and they teach band. <laughs> I mean So I'm just going to say this um, We're an hour and a half in And I just turned your mic on Adam Awesome uh, <laughs> Sorry about that That's going to make for a lot of like weird Well good thing he doesn't talk a lot He just started <laughs> talking So really you missed a good You know five minutes of you Sorry about that 
when we did the levels check and I had you shout, it must have jumped on his mic. <laughs> That's what made the green thing jump. That's, and then you said you're gonna turn up my mic. I did. I noticed Andy's was really, I, really loud over. Hang on, now you're probably else. really loud. <laughs> So if there's any weird, awkward silences, it's just Adam talking. Well, no, right. they'll hear this. They'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's but, okay. but you know, only 37 episodes in. Back to, we're new. We're right. new. We're, right. we're new to this. You know, but, you know, just the look at our own families, for instance. I mean, how many siblings did your dad have, Andy? My dad had four siblings. So your five. mom had? Uh, three siblings. And then you've got four brothers and sisters? Yeah, my family's fucked up. Well, I, yeah, I mean, you're a bad example to use, but I mean, but now look at you. You don't plan on having any kids. Zero. I mean, hey, dude, my... That's me. <laughs> okay, how, how many, many brothers and sisters, how many brothers and sisters does your mom have? I think like five. Okay. My dad? Yep. I think like 11 or 12. Yeah. Awesome. Holy <laughs> yeah. smokes. Yeah, family reunions are fun on my dad's side. Yeah, <laughs> that's like my my mom's side. Yeah. She had like nine or ten brothers or sisters. That's, that's Catholics. fun. Catholics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. I have another side to my, I have like two two dads kind of, and one of them is like, I think, 11. So. Isn't that crazy? I think we should bring it back. I mean, I stopped at five. I don't. But I, <laughs> I mean, that's wild to me, man. My dad came from a family of... <laughs> Of seven, and like my mom came from a family of five, and I'm going to have two kids. Right. My sister's got two kids. My brother's got two kids, and maybe more, but, I mean... I, one know, more at the most. They might have one more yet. I don't know, but I know my, my sister has said that they're done. We're planning but two to three. There, there is families around here that have six, seven kids. Oh, right, sure. but it's I not as prevalent. A, a well, right, like the Wenishes. I grew up next door to, like, <laughs> growing up to a group of, I think, six or seven. Okay. I mean, what do you have, like, 15 kids, Adam? Uh, I have five. Okay. But I don't know about the, my summer kids. Okay. <laughs> Your wife's going to love this episode. Right. <laughs> You're talking that you bring up porn and having summer kids. Oh, good. That won't get on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it'll just be all of a sudden be me talking about Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> with, a, with, with, the, with, the, with the porn seats cut out. <laughs> Tim loves that. Corey brought it all up. It's fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> we're all like, it's kind of weird that just like, that's a dude in the group. Let's talk about porn. No, let's not. Like, no, wait, okay, we're going to do this. Corey brings up porn. <laughs> well, he asked if I'd ever seen Debbie Does Dallas, and I said, Well, it's time. an old classic. I it mean, is a classic. And I was just wondering how old it was. 1978. Nope. Now that you said that on air, right. <laughs> into a microphone that's working, <laughs> it'll all make sense. Now, now. a lot more things are going to make sense. We'll have to redo the open and tell people to make sure they listen to the entire episode, and a lot of things get pulled together at the end. <laughs> nope. Fuck it. Let's just re-record the whole thing. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> just joking, people. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we got more beer. Let's do it. But, you know, at least Sanborn's thriving and doing well. <laughs> right. All these small towns are dying. Yep. 
You're just dead. Yes. It's depressing. And I feel as a, as a small business owner, I just, wherever is the cheapest, because I don't need, like, a location. Right. Because, I mean, I should Your clientele is going to be the same whether it's in Springfield or whether it's in Minneapolis. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's cheaper in Sanborn or Sleepy Eye. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you'd want to rent any of the buildings in Sanborn. The, ma- the maintenance on them is <laughs> kind of declined, gone. yeah. Too far gone. And that's the thing. Once you let buildings go a little bit, there's no bringing them back. I mean, I, like, I give credit to Eric Weber over in Sanborn. I mean, he's bought a couple of them old buildings, and he's still running his, like, cabinet shop out of one and, like, bought another one to use as, like, a warehouse. And that dude dismantles buildings and, like, uses the old lumber to, like, put new roofs on these buildings and... I mean, the guy went up, climbed up on the roof of the original part of the Samborn school and dismantled that son of a bitch nail by nail, like pulled nails out by hand to get the lumber. Yeah. Wow. The guy is like super resourceful and is not afraid of working at all. And and it's just crazy. And has a lot of time on his hands. And has a lot of time on his hands. I mean, well, it's his job. Yep. Whew. Be like, just throw. I mean, match. they told him, you know, <laughs> they probably told him, well, yeah, if you can salvage anything, go for it, take whatever you want. And he's like, well, if I, if I'm building this house or redoing this roof, if I can get the lumber for free and do the labor myself, right, right, you know, why not? He, I, I haven't seen it since it's been done, but he built a house on stilts. Uh, down in the Sanborn Park, uh, back. So you got to go through the park to get to it, but it's back to the west on like private land that he owns or whatever. But so he like built like basically a tree house. It's a house on stilts down there that is like just his playhouse or clubhouse. I don't, I don't, I don't. Maybe he lives there now now that it's finished. But I mean, the guy just works and works and works. It's uh, it's unreal. That's what he loves doing. This nope. has been Eric Weber talk. Who's Eric Weber? We should get him to. We should get him to, to sponsor a show. He's a cabinet manufacturer over in Sanborn. Okay. Every town has one of those. We got two of those in town. Right. It always amazes me how many people need cabinets. Apparently. Yeah, we sell them too. We sell a lot of them though. Really? It probably pisses off the small guys. That's where <laughs> I got mine. Yeah. Got mine too from there. Yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so in my line of work, um, not so much in the current gig, but in the old gig, we you know we were a big we were a big insurer for farmers. So which meant that we insured a lot of old farmhouses, and you would be surprised how many people, like, these cabinets were built into these houses like, fifty, sixty, seventy years ago. And were made cheaply back then, but now they want custom cabinets because that's what they have. So if ah. we got to replace them, and I tell, you know, it was almost cheaper for us to replace all of the uppers and lowers if just the lowers were damaged because we could send them to, rather than have a custom cabinet maker come in and try to match the lowers to make everything, you know, look nice again. But, or these people that would want, you know, these are, you would price out, you know, from the lumber yard or wherever, use standard pricing on them, but they would use the argument of, well, these are custom, these were built in, I, that's what you have to do, so then you'd end up paying 
two, three times as much to have a, like a full-fledged cabinet maker come out and, or that's what they would want. We would right. typically try to yeah. tell them, well, I understand that what you're saying, these are custom, but they're not custom by today's standards. Right. Dude, the factory ones are pretty nice nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And that's what I try to tell people is like, you're going to, we're going to buy you cabinets pre-made, pre-built from the lumber yard and they're going to probably be hundred times nicer than your Customs. custom ones that you already currently have. You're already getting a better product than what you already had. I, you know what? When there's, I did mine, they three in town what? actually. Sorry, and from what I've heard too, like some of the, like, you know, you hear about some complaints like, "Oh, my door's already warped." Like, you know, use this kind of plywood, that kind of plywood. The catch is just doesn't catch. It's just wood on wood. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't happen with me. I got. I can try to slam my door shut, and it'll just slow. Yeah, you got the you got the soft close. I love those. <laughs> it's like, and and you don't like. It's it's weird because going from the old to that, it's like you don't have to do anything, and they shut. Mm-hmm. You barely have to push them. Oh, I was way too aggressive the first week having them. Yeah, yeah, and because you're used to like right forcing and them. Now I I went over to my dad's house. He doesn't have that. And, and you leave the drawers all half open? No. <laughs> I. Um, That's what I do over Because apparently mom's. I've been doing it too hard. I just went, bam, just slammed his cabinet door shut. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot, normally my spring catches in. <laughs> it slows it down for me. See, and we've got the, quote, custom-built cabinets from, you know, 50, 60 years ago in our kitchen. So well, some of the drawers now, after this many years, are... You know, it's wood on wood sliding the drawers on yep. the right. stuff. So. That, we had that for, you know, when we moved in. That's what it was. Yep. And ours were um, yellow. Okay. Yellow cabinets. Bright painted yellow. We're huh. like, the fuck when we, we moved in. We refinished ours a few something. years ago. So Yeah. What's that? We refinished ours a few years ago. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing. That I was a did. chore. I will never do that again. It would have been easier to tear them out and just put in new cabinets <laughs> than to refinish them, sons of bitches. Oh, Megan did all the work. She took them all out to the garage, um, scuffed them up with sandpaper, and painted them brown. Oh, so you wow. actually repainted them before you did the addition and stuff. Oh, yeah, because we didn't know we were going to do this. Yeah. Like, when we first lived here, uh, we didn't own the place. We were renting. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, we weren't the owners when we first moved in, and we're like, we're going to do this. And they're like... Yeah. So... They're like, yeah, go for it. I noticed, like, when the floors, the kitchen floor was chipping away a little bit, and I kind of peeled up a little bit, and they had gone over linoleum three times. (laughs) And you could see the eras going through to where they had a garage fridge for us. It was this old General Electric yellow fridge. And I could see the yellow matched up with this like green orange yellow pattern on the floor i'm like that's 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 where that green fridge was in that's when that was in the kitchen in the house <laughs> our house funny. was kind of the same way when we redid the kitchen we went through years and years and years to the point where when we got down to the original you could see like oh shit this is where the original exterior wall was before they added on this part of the kitchen and, right. and it was and this is where the original like our, our, our basement steps, kind of like yours, Tim, used to be in a different place, except we had the trap door, or it was long before we, but you could see they had, like, the trap door in the kitchen floor that you just opened up and, like, went down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, an actual doorway, and so. Yeah, I found, like, laundry chutes and stuff like that that yep. we have since. I would wow. love to tear my cabinets out, 
I mean, doing cabinets doesn't scare me, but the way my house has been hodgepodge together throughout the years prior to us owning it, it would scare me. Like, there have been many projects where I tear into something thinking this is going to be an easy project, and then you find, like, how the last person that did it did things, and you're like, oh, shit, it ends up being, like, a way bigger project than you originally intended. That's why I don't regret for one minute... um, hiring somebody to build this place yep. rebuild it for me and the only part that i did was demo yeah we just tore it down and we found a cool beer bottle in the studs and that's it really <laughs> i was hoping for like army guys or something <laughs> or playboys in the attic or something but yeah. nope we didn't find anything either when we tore down walls yeah we didn't find anything cool in our yeah. house either Oh, my God. Tearing down plaster. Those TV shows that make you think that, like, oh, yeah, we're tearing down. It's demo time. Yeah. No, you swing a sledgehammer twice, you're out of breath. It is the (laughs) fucking worst. No, and especially if you're tearing down, like, that plaster wall that has, like, mesh, like, metal mesh behind it that you got to, like, tear the corners down and, like, it never comes down in one solid piece. It's five million chunks you got to tap off. Lath and plaster? R- yeah. No, there was no lath. Oh. It was wire mesh. It was oh. like metal lath. Yep. Oh. Yep. And, oh, it was the worst. So, like, we were going to redo our bathroom. We were going to, like, tear the cabinets out and put in, like, a pre-built vanity. Mm-hmm. But when I pulled the drawers out, I realized that they, we have hot water heat. So they actually built the vanity around... Like the hot water pipes that run like to for the radiators upstairs, so like I couldn't buy a like a pre-built vanity because I'd have to like figure out how to customize it around the or I'd have to figure out a way to rerun these copper yeah, pipes lines. Yeah, or it's like so I'm like, I guess we're just gonna put a new countertop on this one and call it good. <laughs> so it's old houses suck. Yeah. Agreed. If we ever buy another house, it's going to be like a turnkey, move-in ready, not have to redo anything on it. Right, and to the point of where, with all the stuff that we did to make it like our own and stuff, we we could have just built. We look at many houses (laughs) on Zillow and whatnot, because we think about moving to Springfield just to make life a little easier. But like, we'll look at a house and be like, oh, the living room needs carpet. It's off the list. Like, literally, I don't want to have to... Yeah, and if I, I do, I'm gonna hire it done before we move in. Like, oh, dude, you're. We were thinking of moving into town at one time, and we actually looked, and it's like, oh my freaking god, everything, every house was like stuck in the seventies. Yeah, and that's just still you see and how they want a lot of money for them. It's like housing spend like fifty thousand dollars. It's a seller's home. market right now again. All of a sudden, like I just watch that on Carol Evan tonight. I didn't see I that, but I just heard from a few people that are selling houses that are. They're, they put a house on the market and it's selling like that quick. And they're wow. saying it's like, okay, there's so many like millennials right now that are like just getting married and trying to find their own spot. There's also a bunch of Gen Xers who like didn't screw up their life and they're like ready to spend more money on a better house. Yeah. And um, interest rates are about to go up, so everybody has to buy. And then there's also the small houses are going because baby boomers are trying to downsize. Yep. Right. Yeah. So it all makes sense. The. Like, there's houses in Springfield now that a year ago, you know, there's two houses in Springfield now that are for sale. 
for like two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, two hundred thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. And a year ago, they would have been going for like one sixty to one eighty. I feel like I look at these houses and the amount of work they do, and just don't see any way that they can be worth that much. Yeah. Compared to stuff that we were looking at, you know, a year or two ago. I'll say it: if you're buying a house and you're like you're in okay shape, make sure it's like within twenty years old because these basements in town, like they flood. Like, crazy. Mine don't. It was just built four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mine don't either, and it was built 110 years ago. In a good spot. That's how old your house is. You had water down here? We did. The, the original part of my house is, is this that is, old. Uh, we put one of those um, uh, complete basement systems in that you hear about on the radio. Yeah. And that took care of everything. Yeah. So, like, all around the perimeter here, there's a... Yeah, there's just whatever. They, like, tore it up, tiled it, put rocks in, and then cemented over it. And they put some kind of... And then they, like, linked it all to the pipe to go out outside. Crazy. So you spend a bunch of money on that, and then you decide, oh, let's let's um, tear up, actually, a bunch of those lines and add a whole addition. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope all this shit still works on the old part. <laughs> Did you have them come in and redo where you tore up or no? What do you mean? Like, did they do that in the new part that you added on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from the start. That's how they do well, it now. They didn't do yeah, that back then. It's called former drain. Yeah. yeah. It was a former drain That's what system. I did with mine. But did you have the same guys come in and do it? No, for we okay. just, no, we had our... Just tiled in. Contractor did former okay. drain. That's exactly yeah. what he's saying, yeah. Because okay. they put that throughout different, all over the basement floor. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually the worst, too, because we're just about done. We move into the house, and... We take our first shower, and there's water in the basement. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you find out that there's a pipe um, that goes out to the street, this, like, old lead pipe that's completely corroded on the inside. Oh, yeah. We had it cammed out and stuff. Yeah. So we're living here now. We can't, like, take a shower or run any water. We're like, motherfucker. So they come down here, and they cut, like... Through the concrete, like, like a two foot wide chunk or whatever. So there's just dust and shit everywhere, and they cut all the way through, and they cut a new line. They put PVC in and re-cement over it, and it's like, ah, you know, like there, there's a nice expense you weren't expecting. So we have like brand new plumbing (laughs) in this (laughs) old ass house, but I still get nervous every time it rains. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get nervous Yeah I do I mean if Like right now I hear the sump pump Running like crazy Like you've heard it Splash a couple times tonight Yeah I'm still thinking Like yep It's gonna flood It's gonna flood Definitely Cause I got all this Nice shit down here Oh <laughs> yeah. Our basement No one goes in Well I guess Caleb's down there I suppose or, I suppose he's still Down there But Otherwise no one Goes down in our basement Is that where his room is? No, that's oh, where the just other... where he hangs out. Yeah, yeah. plays the video games. <laughs> Damn kids and their video games. Yeah, gonna make just... you some money, dude. <laughs> I just downloaded Fortnite on my PlayStation to see what the hubbub was about, but I didn't get past downloading it because it was like it's gonna take two hours to download. I'm done playing video games. A <laughs> <laughs> letter buck, but I'm not gonna. Next I, time I sit down next weekend, it should be ready to go in theory. 
Colton downloaded Fortnite, I don't know, a few months ago at kind of the start of it, and really haven't seen him since. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, he's in his room playing it. So maybe we're going to be so done with what's this, this game about? I have no idea. It's All free, I know is it's really popular. But, but it's free, and then you pay money for add-ons and, and in-game purchases. Oh, what do they call that? Freemium? There you go. Uh, pay to win? Yeah. Um, basically, it's like a battle royale game where they, in theory, like drop like 100 people into one area, and you want to be the guy who kills everyone. Yeah, it's you against all, one versus all, or whatever, and they okay. fight okay. it out. So I'll try it. I'm bad at every shooting game, so I probably won't like it. What about PUBG? What is that? Never heard of it. Same. It's part of the same thing. It's like something player unknown battleground or something like that. I don't know. I'll get you a full report next week. Thank you. <laughs> Do you guys all play video games yet still? or Yeah. No. No. Once in a great while, I'll play Madden or something like that. I do kind of like like the Call of Duty games, but even them, the last couple, I haven't really touched and played. Yeah. I used to, I used to kind of play it a little bit with the kids on the like. I would always do the campaign on the Call of Duty games, and then, but then when you're trying to do the online like play, and you're getting like just smoked by like 12 year old kids. It makes it no fun anymore when they're, <laughs> they're playing with like modded controllers or they're just really good because that's all they do. And they're from Germany. <laughs> ha ha, you lose. It, yeah. It, <laughs> it, it really kind of turned into no fun. You know, when you're okay. sitting there playing with your own kids and they're like trash talking. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. All right, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like, you're way better at shooting games than I am then because I get thrown into a shooting game, I'm the first one dead. Yeah, I, <laughs> Coordination I just isn't there for me. I like NASCAR, I like Madden, I like uh, Skate from EA, and there's an old Xbox, original Xbox game, that's why I still have it. You weren't in Tony Hawk? Amped. It's a really good snowboarding game. Yeah, I was into Tony Hawk a bunch, but Skate okay. changed everything. Okay. Skate just... That's it. That's way Is that better. after Tony Hawk? That's game? what killed Tony Hawk. Oh, okay. I, I and, played Tony Hawk, and that, oh, that was the last... Yeah. That was the tail end of my gaming days. And the reason I will always have a current system, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five is so, so good. It's so, so good. Uh, Caleb's grandma bought him uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's hilarious. For Christmas. And she's like, well, maybe, you know, we could... We could play together, Caleb. Oh, jeez. All right. I can just imagine this. Yeah, let's go bang some hookers. Grandma Grandma (laughs) killing a hooker with a screwdriver. My mom bought me... um, But she had no idea. That's right. even funnier, you know? So I had an Xbox when I was a kid. Like, now if I wanted something, I would just go get it. But you couldn't afford to buy a PS2 and an Xbox when you were a 10-year-old or whatever. So, Vice City and Grand Theft Auto 3 were the big games on PS2, and I wanted them so bad, but I had an Xbox. And then they just, like, huge announcement. They're coming out to the Xbox. They're going to be out for the holiday season in a double pack. I'm like, I got to get my hands on that double pack. And I would, like, every time we would go to Mankato, I would just pick up the game and be like, please, please. It was $50. I didn't have $50. My mom's like, no, no, no. She buys it for me, finally, for Christmas, after, like, three, you know, probably three, four months of begging. And 
I get it on Christmas. I just, I'm gone. Like, everybody else is doing Christmas things. I'm like, later, grandparents. Like, I'm in my room now for the next, like, four hours playing Vice City. Bring my, lug my Xbox to, on Christmas Day to my aunt and uncle's house. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to not spend the entire Christmas Day not playing this. <laughs> so I'm like, you got a TV somewhere, like, out of the, ra- out of the way? They put me in the basement. <laughs> I'm playing Vice City. I'm having the best time ever. Then my mom finally sees what she bought me. Oh. <laughs> she took it away from you. No, she was just like, oh, so we really actually do need to see those ratings and those M's and all that <laughs> stuff. So, so she didn't take it away from me, but she's like, no more M games. She was a little more cautious about what she bought you in the future. Uh, I mean, that was it. I mean, yeah. Pretty much, then you, you know, a couple years go by, I get my first part-time job, it's, it's, yeah, don't worry about it, but Grant thought I was really the only one I wanted that she would have, if she saw it, would have said no. Like, I didn't care about Call of Duty. I could, I could spend hours on Grand Theft Auto. Right. It was just crazy. It's Mm -hmm. like, holy crap, it's two in the morning. You know what's funny? (laughs) Do you do the missions on that? That's what I'm saying. Or do you go on free play? That's what I'm saying. Like either. I, I mean, when I was younger, when I was first getting accustomed to it, I would play it for hours, and then as I got older, I would, like, look at my old saves and realize, oh, I'd only completed 20% of the game. <laughs> like, you can go and see how much you did. I'm like, let's yeah. try to, like, beat the game. Let's yeah, see what happens if you beat it. around the whole so, time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Replay was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's a local kid that figured out some hack to one of the Grand Theft Auto games, and was able to generate like like this infinite amount this insane amount of like in-game money so that they were able to open up like all these worlds and somehow in this like if Tim and I were friends on this game I can like give Tim money so that's what this kid did he like hacked it and then like gave like Colton and it was it's a classmate of Colton's and nice. gave all these kids like just infinite amounts of money so Colton had like the money that you could just go in and play on the free roam world and just keep buying whatever you want, repaying for new lives or whatever. So like when I played it, I would just play under Colton's profile and never try to do any of the missions or anything because he had everything all opened up already and had just this ungodly amount of money in there that I could just drive around and run people over and and that's crazy. Run from the cops and the storyline on Grand Theft Auto Five is so good, and I honestly like I got distracted again. I'm yeah. probably only halfway through the game, but the story on that game is so good. I've never tried it. I still pick it up. Like I'm, I'm still playing it, and it's been out since like 2016, 2015. Yeah, yeah. I I purchased it on PS3, got through a lot of the way, and then it came out on PS4, and I'm like. All right, I'll buy it again, and I'm a lot slower to get yeah. to where I was. I'm like, I've already done all this. I'm well, that bored. kid in town that hacked it like actually got banned. His user ID got banned from the game. <laughs> there, there's by... a group of hackers on on the Sony network. Or yeah, whatever, and they ended right? up like what did Sony they call f- themselves again. Sony no, fixed the glitch. There you but, go. Yeah, and that's a little bit more global than just video games. Yeah, but okay. Sony Sony fixed the glitch that these kids had found. But this kid in town here, like, was he got kicked off of there and banned and they took all of his money away but they didn't take the money away that he gave to all these other kids <laughs> nice so yeah that's the one thing i don't like about this new grand theft auto um so grand theft auto like three right yep it was so good it changed everything and then they came out with their extra game it was vice city grand theft auto three was still 
Vice City, and then they also came out with um, San Andreas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those games were fun as fuck. Well, with Grand Theft Auto Five, they don't do that. There's and Grand Theft Auto Four had two spinoff games called um, like you were a motorcycle gang called uh, I forget. But then they also had the Ballad of Gay Tony, and it's really bothering me. I can't think of uh, motorcycle gang game. Anyways, you were in a motorcycle gang. That was the two spinoff games for Grand Theft Auto Four. Five comes out. No spinoff games. They only want you to play online. I'm like, I don't have online video game friends. Like, I don't play online games of any kind. Like, give me my offline expandable whatever you call it. That's why I like playing under Colton's thing because he had all that offline stuff expanded that I could go on and play. Yeah, and they do. They've done a ton to support this game. Not worry about the online stuff and getting getting smoked by 10-year-olds that are... (laughs) All right, are we about done here? I think so. Mm. Let's. Um, I have one question for Corey. What's uh, the Twins win total? What's it gonna be? Yep. Probably sixty-five, sixty-six okay. games. Okay. <laughs> That's gone down. <laughs> it's gone down about forty games from last week. So yep. it's been a rough week for the Twins. <laughs> it's been an ugly week. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I. I I don't know. You. I don't have of... any explanation for why they lost to the Rays for three games. And, well, there and was I... like a couple errors that were like the guy missed the bag, and then there was a bad call. Yeah, I mean that. But it shouldn't even mean that close in the first place. And I think they kind of had some. You know, the first game or two, I would have given to the coming down off the sixteen inning game, right? And in Puerto Rico and everything, but now it's like. We were talking about it at dinner. There's no, I don't, there's no, like, statistically, no matter how bad the Twins are, there's no excuse. Like, it's unfathomable to me that they can be consistently lose to the Yankees year after year after year when they're completely, you know, it's not like it's the same teams playing each other 15 games in a row. It's different teams with different players and different coaches. Going back 15 years, it, it just the chances of that are just statistically doesn't seem like it could be possible. <laughs> it doesn't. But the Yankees own us, and you can't explain why we couldn't beat a better team in Tampa Bay or a worse team in Tampa. A worse Bay. team, a team that is a team that is trying to be the Cleveland Indians from the movie Major League, a team that is oh, trying to lose. Got it. <laughs> well, they're not. Tr- they're not quite that bad. I mean, yeah, they're they not the Marlins. They're not the Marlins, but <laughs> they aren't good. So, yeah, so the Twins have lost six straight. They lost again tonight. And now Corey thinks we're going to win 65 They'll games. be lucky to win 70 games. That's more than 65, 66. Well, last I'm week predicting he, they'll last win week, 65 to 66. Last week he was at 105, so. Yeah, right. Speaking of things that Corey says, next week we are going to break down the Minnesota Vikings schedule, and we're going to get Corey's prediction on the season. I I went through it game by game myself. Me too. Um, I had him winning 11. I did as well. Interesting. I split Green Bay. That was the only thing I can remember. I did as well. I might have even had them at 12 and 4. I had them at 11 and 5. You guys are crazy. No. Our schedule is so fucking hard. We're going to sneak. We're just going to I had losses. Sneak into the Losing one game to Green Bay. Split with them. Losing to the (laughs) Patriots. 
losing to the Eagles. And I don't remember. I got to see it in front of me. We're going to yeah, do this we'll next, do next week. week. Yeah, next we'll do it week. next week. But I think I had four Teaser. losses. There you go. Yeah. All right, folks. No idea how.